He said, my most unproductive time is when I'm on a computer. And that's why I don't have one in my office. He said, my most productive time is when I'm building relationships. This is uh, part three of sitting down with a multi-billionaire. And if you guys haven't checked out the past two episodes, they're quick 10-minute episodes where I dive in and tell the story about meeting Drayton McLean, which we did recently, a little under two weeks ago, and some of the key takeaways that Drayton had. Very powerful, very insightful. So I'm going to dive back into that. Drayton is a billionaire that built a wholesale grocery business, sold it to Walmart, and then became the vice chairman of Walmart, and then bought the Houston Astros baseball club and ran the the club for 19 years. So obviously Drayton's going to have some wherewithal when it comes to finances, but he's not a super genius at finance. He has certain grounding principles that he follows and he follows them to a T and he shared a lot of them with us. And one of the key ones that he did is he always said, don't bet the company state. If you have $10, only bet $3, which is sound advice. And I think a lot of people tend to dive into reinvest into growth. You know, let's 2X, let's 10X this company. Let's take no salaries and reinvest everything. And his point is like, if you have $10, bet three. If you have $100,000, bet 30,000. And so never go above that 3% so you can keep a solid runway and foundation and payroll and all the important things. Shall the economy shift? Because the economy will shift. There'll be another COVID or a situation similar to that. There will be another economic downturn. It kind of feels like we're going through or beginning to go through one right now. So one of the things that happened during COVID is we started masterminds. We had 72 people show up during those masterminds right after COVID hit. And I was blown away by how many, even seven-figure companies, multi-million dollar companies that didn't even have more than four to six weeks runway before they had to close their doors. The sound companies had six months, 12 months runway, and they were not panicking. They were not worrying. It was the people that had less than even eight weeks runway, even 12 weeks runway, they were scared. They were very scared. And you don't want that extra stress, especially in a time like that. So if you only have $10, bet $3. The next major takeaway, which is huge, and I've kind of been preaching this for many years now. Drayton said, even in bigger business, you get paid in relationships. Drayton actually doesn't have a computer in his office. And I asked him, how do you stay connected? And he just pointed at his phone. He said, my most unproductive time is when I'm on a computer. And that's why I don't have one in my office. He said, my most productive time is when I'm building relationships because those relationships are going to pay out tenfold, fiftyfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. And especially because you don't know which relationship will really pay out until it does. And so in bigger business, I would even say in smaller business, in all of business, you guys, you get paid in relationships. And if you have a challenge with relationships, find a way to make it work for you. Recently, I sat down and I had coffee with a guy named Jay Papasan. Jay is the author of The One Thing, and he's also co-owner of Keller Williams, which is the largest realty company in the world. They have over, I think, 175,000 agents, and I think they did 
over 300 billion in turnover in 2021, 2022, one of those years. Anyway, Jay is a high introvert. He doesn't like meeting new people. He doesn't like going to networking events. He doesn't like getting out and building relationships. And so his advisor and consultant challenged him and said, Jay, you know, you need to build relationships and connections to continue to grow. He goes, what I want you to do is set it up in a way as an introvert. Once a week, you're meeting with a new person to build those relationships. And so what Jay did is he decided once a week when he goes to his regular coffee place on Wednesday, he's going to open up a meeting with somebody he's never met before to build those relationships. And so I had Jay on the podcast and I, he told me about this and what he does. And so I asked him the next time I was in Austin, if I could sit down with him and have coffee. And it was an incredible experience. He was such a nice guy, very genuine. We had about an hour and a half together. I got the opportunity to sit down with, you know, again, one of the most successful people on the planet, but there was no hidden agenda there. It was just, he needed to build relationships. I was there to do that. And I like meeting people that are more successful than me. In bigger business, you get paid in relationships. Remember that. Now, I'm going to kind of batch some of the other major takeaways and then come back and revisit them because I don't want to ramble on too long. So here we go. For your business to succeed, you have to have focus and you have to have a mission and a purpose. And this is actually something that we talk about in our club. Our club is named M3, M3 Entrepreneurs Club. And one of the M stands for mission. We believe all companies need a mission. And quite often when they focus on their mission, they grow in ways they never thought that they could because they're focused on mission and adding value to the world. And Drayton reiterated this, like for your business to succeed, you need a mission, something bigger than just earning money. Earning money is the fuel that like drives a lot of us to start our businesses But to succeed, you need a mission. I think also to succeed in life and to have a happy, fulfilling life, you need a mission in your life as well. And if you don't have one, find one. Do whatever you need to do. Everybody needs a purpose. Life will get empty and depressing if you don't have a purpose and a mission. So the next one here is Drayton actually honed in into rules for choosing a mentor. And pretty standard advice that you could probably find anywhere on the internet today. Your mentor that you choose must be smarter than you. They would be direct. They need to be direct and honest about what they think of you. And also, that's something a little different. It said Drayton chose mentors based on them not being willing to come to him. They must have a standard that, that the mentee has to go to the mentor. Because then it brings them in to their house, to their environment. They control the situation. If you have a mentor you respect, you go to them. Don't let them come to you. He said that his mentor wouldn't let him bring an agenda. The mentor would choose the subject, something abstract like art. What do you think about art, Drayton? And then they would just go down a rabbit hole. So it's an exercise in mind expansion when he worked and visited his mentor. Now, circling back to sound foundational financial advice, we said earlier, Drayton said he learned this from his dad. Nobody has ever gone bankrupt who has money in the bank. 
which makes so much sense. You see companies go bankrupt. People go bankrupt all the time these days. I think if you would see the statistics about how often people and businesses are going bankrupt, you would be blown away. I think we would all be blown away. Going back to that advice, if you only have $10, only bet three because no one has ever gone bankrupt who has money in the bank. You keep the money in the bank for the rainy day type of philosophy. Next major takeaway that Drayton shared, we can always do more than we think. He's a true believer in hope and tomorrow. Believe in hope and tomorrow every single day is what he told us many times. One of the guys that was with us asked Drayton what he would ask his father and grandfather if they were alive today. Drayton didn't even think about it. He said immediately if they were proud of him. So this tells us something about the psychology of any type of individual, whether a high performer, non-high performer, any type of individual that's out there. Quite often, we are doing what we're doing because we're trying to make somebody proud of us. Maybe it's a father or a mother or parental figure. Maybe it's a spouse or even a child. Quite often, most of the people in the world are doing what they're doing because they want to make somebody proud of them. Even the billionaires, Drayton, who has enough money to control economies, said at the end of the day, if he saw his dad, he would ask his dad if he's proud of him. And he's 87 years old, a huge motivator still to this day. So the question I would ask you guys is, why are you doing what you're doing? Who are you trying to make proud? Is it your mother, your father, a spouse, a child? Or is it the kids that picked on you when you were in high school? Could even be that. Who are you trying to make proud? Now, I want to wrap this up with one of, I think, the most powerful stories that Drayton shared with us during our sit down with him. And as mentioned throughout this little series about our takeaways from Drayton, that he was pretty close to Sam Walton. And in the 90s, Sam was, Sam was the richest man in the world. Each of his children inherited something ridiculous, like $50 billion. And Drayton and Sam used to go quail hunting on a regular basis for many years. And Sam started to get sick. He had cancer. And he was losing energy, and he's losing his health. But he called Drayton up one day, and he said, Hey, Drayton... I have cancer, but I still want to do one more quail hunt with you. I've got one more in me. And Drayton said, all right, Sam, come on down to Texas. We'll get one more quail hunt in. And so they get in a truck. They head out to the field. They get out of the truck. They get their guns, and they start walking into the field. And after only about 100 yards, Sam loses his breath, and he sits down, and he's exhausted, and he starts crying. And Drayton says, Sam, hey, what's going on, buddy? And Sam looked up at Drayton. He said, Drayton, I I would give all the money in the world that I've earned, everything that I've earned, if I could have my health back. And after Drayton told that story, the room was quiet because you could tell he was getting emotional about it. It made us get emotional as well. And it was probably the most powerful story that he told. Because at the end of the day, You could have billions and billions of dollars, and Sam Walton did, more than anybody else on the planet at that time. And he would give it all up if he could have his health and more years back of life. The wisdom that comes from a story like that helps us check back in into what our priorities really are. 
Are you avoiding your health because you're focused on making more money and growing a business? Are you avoiding your relationships? Are you avoiding your peace of mind and your happiness because you're focused on more and more? It's easy to get into that trap of more and more. But at the end of the day, if we're not happy with our lives, if we don't have peace of mind, if we don't have great relationships, if we don't have health, even the richest of the rich regret their decisions. So I hope you enjoyed these takeaways from Drayton McLean and leave you with that story. If you like what you're hearing, don't miss any of these tips, you guys. They're powerful. We're talking to some of the most successful people on the planet on a regular basis and then providing these in short clips for you so you can listen to on the go anytime you need. Please share with your friends, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.